Welcome back to Tales from the Enchanted Forest, the podcast where we bring you fairy tales, folklore, myths, and legends. Usually the episodes feature me, Fox, and Sparrow, but today it's just me again as your host. I hope you enjoyed my last Fox short, which was from Mexico. Today we are traveling all the way across the ocean again, and we are delving straight into Greek mythology with the story of the Caledonian boar hunt. Before there was an MCU-style hero crossover of the Trojan War, there were the Argonauts and then the Caledonian boar hunt to bring all of our favorite Grecian families together. To tell this tale, we often start with the hero Atalanta. She was the daughter of an Arcadian king who cared very little for female children, who could neither give him glory nor be his heir. When his wife gave birth to their firstborn, a daughter, he had a guard abandon the infant on a mountain and leave her there to die. Exposed to the elements, her fate was quite certain, had not a she-bear come across the screaming, crying child. Luckily, the she-bear took the baby in and raised her as one of its cubs. So the child grew up in the wild. She lived amongst the creatures of the forest and mountains until a group of hunters discovered her and took her in. They named her Atalanta, meaning equal in weight, which potentially references her being equal to the men. With their help, Atalanta learned how to use all sorts of weapons and quickly became devoted to the goddess of the hunt, Artemis. The timeline is kind of murky here, but in some texts, Atalanta was one of the Argonauts who went with Jason to retrieve the Golden Fleece. In other texts, he refuses to let her board because a woman on board would cause nothing but chaos. And in other stories, the Argonauts sailed after the Caledonian boar hunt. Among her accomplishments, she fought off two centaurs and also won a wrestling match against King Peleus, the father of Achilles. However, what she's best known for is, of course, the Caledonian boar hunt. Artemis had sent a monstrous, murderous boar to Caledon as punishment. What, you may ask, was done to offend the great goddess of the moon and hunt so badly that she would send this monster to devastate the crops, kill people, and of course, ruin anything in its path? Well, it was because the people had grown lax in their prayers and sacrifices to her. The king, Aeneas, was the biggest culprit, and in his overzealous worship of Dionysus over the other Olympians, he had forgotten to pay tribute to Artemis. So with nothing else to do, he sent word to the best hunters that in a month, there would be a grand hunt. Anyone who conquered the boar would have the right to its rewards and spoils, and be known as the greatest hero of their age. Many hunters and heroes arrived to partake, including Jason, Castor, Pollux, Nestor, Theseus, and Aeneas's son, Prince Meleager. A side note here about Meleager that will be important later on is that he was either the son of the king or of Ares, the god of war. His mother was Althea, whose famous sister Leda was seduced by Zeus in the disguise of a swan. Sleeping with gods must run in the family because Althea also had relations, air quotes, with Dionysus and Poseidon. In this specific case, after a long labor, Althea fell into a deep sleep. During this time, the fates came to read Meleager's destiny. They crooned that his life would end when the center log in the fire burned up. Althea woke up in shock and quickly took the log out of the fire and hid it away. That leaves us with a nearly invincible hero to take on this boar. When Atalanta arrived, it was love at first sight for Meleager, who, by the way, already had a wife named Cleopatra. While the other men, including his uncles, laughed and jeered, Meleager saw no harm in letting this beautiful woman fight alongside them. It just meant more time for him to seduce her. And we would like to believe that he saw the good in her, he saw that she was going to be excellent at this, but in some sources, it's just that he fell in love with her. After much disagreement and arguments, the hunters finally enjoyed nine days of revelry and feasting before taking on the boar. 
The plan was to encircle the boar with noise and draw it to the center where they would have a good chance of attacking it. However, they were not ready for the might and strength of this boar, or for the massacre that followed. The boar cleaved men and tore them apart where they stood before they could even lift their spears. The first to strike was Atalanta, and somehow her attack with her bow ignited a fire in the men, who did not want to be outdone by a woman. After her first strike, Meleager cried for the men to give honor to the courage of the maid, and he charged with his spear. His first attack missed, but he attacked again, and this time he managed to pierce the middle of the monster's back. A thunderous cry rang out from the men, but Meleager did not care. He turned to Atalanta and declared the spoils of the hunt would be hers, since she took the first strike. While she accepted gracefully, his uncles fumed with jealousy. They pushed past Atalanta and began carving out the tusk themselves, while yelling down curses on her. Overcome with fury, the indignant prince tried to tell them off, but instead, it ended up in a bloodbath where he attacked his uncles, stabbing them in the breast. At this moment, the crowds had poured into the clearing to cheer on the heroes, and among them was Queen Althea. And when she saw her brother's body strewn about her furious son, she ran back to the castle in a mad rage. In the basement, she found the log which the fates had connected to her son's life all those years ago. In her fit of fury, she seized it and threw it into the raging fire. However, as soon as she did, she regretted her actions. She wondered why the fates had set the prophecy out loud. Was it for this exact purpose, or perhaps she had been dreaming? The queen ran back out, but even from a distance she could hear the terrible cries of the prince as he burned in an invisible fire. Unable to bear it, she ran into the woods where the men would find her body later. And some sources do say that Artemis does send something else to kill her as well, um, but in some sources she does end up doing it to herself, so it's quite unclear. But she does die. And the damage doesn't quite end there. The boar was gone, but so were the queen, her brothers, and the crown prince. For good measure, Artemis transformed four of Meleager's grieving sisters into guinea fowl. Meleager's other two sisters, Dinaira and Gorge, were spared for their roles in later stories. Dinaira becomes part of Heracles' demise. When Heracles goes down to the underworld as part of one of his tasks, he meets the shade of Meleager and promises to marry his sister. After completing his labors, he finds her and the two do get married, but it's not all happy-go-lucky. Later, while they are trying to cross a river, Dinaira is tricked by the centaur Nessus to use the blood on his shirt on Heracles if he is ever unfaithful. Despite Nessus literally trying to assault her a moment ago and Heracles having to kill him with a poisoned arrow, she accepts his shirt and later uses it on Heracles. Of course, the shirt had hydra poison on it, and Dinaira accidentally causes the death of her husband. She commits suicide, but in the afterlife, Heracles ends up marrying the daughter of Hera and Zeus, so it seems like her afterlife was quite tragic as well. Her sister Gorge's story isn't quite as interesting, but it's still a wild ride. So she potentially had a child, Titus, with her own father after Zeus cursed him to fall in love with her. Titus was exiled from Caledon because he killed either his uncle, brother, or six cousins. It's quite unclear, but following in Meleager's footsteps either way. He ends up having a son, Diomedes, and Diomedes plays a crucial war for the Greeks in the Trojan War. However, there are other sources that say that Titus was not Gorgias' son, but her half-brother. To end the story where we left off, let's return to Atalanta. After the hunt, she reconciled with her father, but evaded his attempts at arranging her marriage. She claimed she would only marry the one that could beat her in a race. Anyone who lost the race, well, she'd chop their head off. Hippomenes prayed to Aphrodite for a way to win, and the goddess gave him three golden apples from the Hesperides. I'm sure Aphrodite helped him less because she loves lovers, and more so because Atalanta had spurned love altogether and dedicated herself to Artemis. 
We've talked about Aphrodite's rage myths before, and she is a goddess you don't really want to spurn, but you can't support her and also pledge to be a virgin forever with Artemis. So it seems like the gods are always at odds with each other, and you can't really win the so during the race, he ended up dropping an apple, and Atalanta was confused and also interested, so she ran off to grab it, sure that she'll beat him. He did this again twice, and Atalanta ended up diverting from the track two more times to try and use apples. By the end, he ended up winning, and they ended up great. However, as the stories go, he forgot to thank the goddess of love. While they were hunting one day, Aphrodite drew them into a lustful passion, and they accidentally defiled a temple belonging to Zeus. As punishment, Zeus turned them into... So remember, thank your gods, because the Caledonian boar hunt, of course, started because Artemis was spurned, and now this was the ending that no one really coming, with our hero turning into a lion, and that was caused by not thanking Aphrodite. And that is the story of the Caledonian boar hunt. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to share your favorite myth retelling with on our website. And there is a contact form there on talesmechantforest.com or you can always reach us on Twitter at From Enchanted. Next week, Sparrow has another short, so be sure to join her then. And I think this one is going to be from Canada. As we all know, it'll be Canada Day soon. Remember, travelers, there might not be a place for you in the Caledonian boar hunt, but there will always be a place for you in the Enchanted Forest. <laughs>